Hey y'all. Hello. Greetings. Ooh. Good evening. El Evira. Is that your name? Correct. Mm. I am now a new woman with a new ass. Oh, yeah. Yep. If you ask for an ass, you'll get one. In most cases. And I've been asking the stars for quite some time. And they follow through. It is my time to rise! Um, hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Codename Coochie. We're so glad for you to join us again. Yeah, we're so happy to see y'all and, um, feel y'all, hear y'all? I don't know. We happy to be here. Um, thanks for being here. I'm Jazz. And that's Evira. And, um, So this week, we are going to read the lovely, lovely letters, questions, comments, concerns that the guys have sent us. Yeah, we're so excited. Thank you for actually listening to us after Beg and one year. Um, yes, <laughs> I love it, and I am most joyed, most proud. We are so happy. And keep them coming. You. Yeah, keep it coming. Tell people to send more things. Um, send the yes. DMs, email. Truly doesn't matter. We are here, and we again thank you, ladies and gents, again. Yeah, thank you so much. We love you. For listening. You're a little baby that listens. You get a gold star, and you get to smack my butt. All right, so this first email, we're going to call them Tyson. I'm 50 Tyson. You remember him? Let's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be okay. (laughs) Let's not remember him. Um, You know what I just kind of thought of? It's kind of like Confederate flag flowers. (laughs) <laughs> and now that I see that, why I'm kind of... Oh, your blanket is giving America. <laughs> Shame. That's okay. It keep you warm. Just keep it in house. This was actually my blanket I used at work. <laughs> well, you do. America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so from Tyson, um, thanks again, love, for sending this in. So I overread it, so it's um, pretty lengthy, but I did just want to summarize, and if you had any points that I may have missed, um, let me know. So um, Tyson is 24, going on 25, and they had they are friends with a girl who's a fresh 22. Um, they met uh, back in January this year. Um, they started, you know, going to the club together, you know, trying to get to know one, each other, one another and everything. Um, She's nice, not the worst girl, but the issue she had with her was Tyson's new friend would get drunk and leave, like, want to leave her for, like, some stranger niggas type shit. Like, oh, I want to go with them type shit. Like, oh, when a nigga called the funds up. Mm. You know, typical of what 22-year-olds, the type time they tend to still be on. Yeah. Um... You know, also she's supporting. So they're in Texas and there was an issue of the new friend wanting to go to a club that is more supportive of women that are light skinned and other race because the new friend is, I believe he said white and Hispanic, white and something. So is this a twofold situation going on right here? Like the person believing them because they believe in it for dick and then someone wants to join a club because it's more light skinned? Essentially so that same girl, yeah, that was another issue with her like oh, a club, this is college. Bitch, I said did you read these? Not that one. I read the other ones. You didn't send me that one. I showed you all of these. I said, Did you read all of these? And you said yeah. You, we're not going to do this right now, but God anyway. damn it. But yes, um, that's why I sent you my phone to look at these, all of them in the email. Um, yeah. So basically that same girl, they had also another time they went to the club and it was at a club that's predominantly prejudiced, um, against black women essentially. And they don't really be trying to let the black girls in. And she had to tell her she didn't want to go there. So she takes the young friend somewhere else and they ended up having a good time. But she still ended up being on that clown shit. Um, so let's see. Yeah, basically just having um, young mass type shit. Um, and her thing was, I want to cut her off, but don't know how. I've been 22, 
and gotten into dumb stuff before, but I'm not going to be with young and dumb shit anymore. I'm not here to mentor. That shit is lame. Um, which is very valid. Um, thank you for this email. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so basically, she her thing was like, how should she even have her exit plan to stop being the girlfriend? Like, should she cut a little bit more slack? love her from afar or just outright stop being her friend um to say you're 24 tyson is 24 going on 25 this year and the other girl is a fresh 22 i don't think that was a hot friend match to begin with in the first place just me personally um but i do feel like it is worth your emotions if you do want to get off your chest to tell the person how you feel and then you can leave it there and then they'll make the choice if they want to, you know, follow up with that or not. That's very respectable. Um, Tyson, you as a black, a, a black young lady, girl, trust that shit. I wouldn't even waste my time even trying to make amends on that. Just, nah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to disrespect her or get into it with her to say fuck that bitch or anything. But I, me personally, I know me, I don't even hang with people for like two years younger than me. Barely, if barely, if you're a year younger than me, I genuinely can say I've only had about two friends. That I've actually like enjoyed their company and they're a year younger than me. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even wasting my time. The the catalyst for me would have been you comfortable going to this club knowing damn well I'm darker than you and I'm I'm visibly black. And I clearly see that they are rejecting black women in this club, and this is something you never really want to pay attention to. Bitch, you twenty two, but it's too, it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, I, I would have had to leave her just off of the principle that she, you're not getting the respect of me closing out this friendship. Girl, fuck your little ass. Um, have fun. Be safe out here. That that would have been the one for me. It's twelve year old social justice warriors that know the difference between you know colorism and all that shit. So I'm yeah, like you're saying, I'm not trying to hear that. She yeah. Knew. Um, that's not really your friend, and you can just go on and dead it. And even hanging say with you, beige girl, you, people, you erased it, like girl. Right, like you hanging with You're the base brigade, like hang with them. Um, don't hang with them. No, not it, you, not you. Hang with them. I'm saying let her hang with them. Like you go about your business and live oh, your you happy, go hang like, with your life. people. Yeah, yeah. And and even if it's if you have friends that are of other races and shit, just at least people that respect who you are. Yeah, that's, no, I mean the uh, the the racially ambiguous light skinned girl. Hang with your people. Yeah. Hey, all you people. <laughs> hey, you people, won't you <laughs> listen to me? Yeah, like, oh, baby, yeah, go ahead and enjoy this type shit because I feel like anybody that would want to be my homegirl for some shit like that, you, I would want, I would never put anybody in that type of predicament so I wouldn't want nobody to do no shit like that to me. And the fact that I had to point that out to you, that's that's too many red flags for me, just your character as a person. So I feel like you kind of say slick shit about black bitches. When you're yeah, not, when you're not around. When I'm, yeah, like, I don't trust and it. And it's like, what was she even having you around for? I mean, being cool a good time. To get black penis? No. Oh. Tyson doesn't even date black men, really. Oh. Go ahead, girl. So it's like, Put yeah. Put your up, Um, yeah, no, I don't think you gotta have a whole bunch of race with that. You, I say just silently bow out and just for real stop fucking with her. And I mean, if she asks to hang out and you say no... You know, oh, okay, and if she's keep persistent, like, hey, what's good? yeah, check this out. I'm not really fucking with it. Yeah, that part too. That's what I meant with my response. I'm not saying in any ways to make amends. Like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I didn't think you were saying that. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, um, you deserve to tell her how you feel. Like, you's a a bum ass racist bitch. I'm not fucking with you, and uh, you know, I hope they turn against you. Anyway, like, and you. You be dropping the plans because some stranger dick trying to holler at you, yeah, girl. And that's unsafe because anything could have happened to you. She don't, she don't no less care about her damn self going with stranger dick drunk and leaving you, you know. Oh my goodness, yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Okay, so we have another question from Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, so Reed, so my father in law is getting married. They had to push the wedding back because his fiance lost her baby. Her baby sister a day after her bridal party seven months ago. I won't give names due to privacy. Anytime we've had a family gathering post the loss of her sister, you can tell she's mourning, understandably. She gets drunk and is a little snappy and spicy, mainly towards my father-in-law. She's kind of using him as a punching bag, but in my opinion, it honestly ain't that bad, and that nigga be all right. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's not doing his part, but I can tell she doesn't feel understood and... 
trying her hardest to cope. Me and my significant other have had many conversations about how his dad was growing up. And like most black men of that generation, they didn't properly deal with their emotions. Mm. Come on, man. The, the trauma of that type of shit alone has really made generations of chaos and depression. Um, but yeah, this woman is very kind, wonderful energy to be around, and just overall a lovely spirit. You can literally feel she's hurting, but I can tell she's not being understood. We've had one-on-one combos, and I let her talk as much as she wants about it every time I cry with her. I just wish I could help her some what way. What? You think that's we? Oh well, you be a little. I don't know. Over I mean, you're over, over shit. My own dad doing? No, she's crying with her in regards to like when her mother in law starts talking about her little sister dying. Oh, okay. Yeah, her baby sister. Oh, so, that's what um, said. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could help in some way. My question is, what do you do, or what, or what do you say when someone is going through the stages of grief? Um, I think the biggest thing. Giving people the space, like you said, giving people the space to talk about it. Um, I know there's one thing people always say, like, you know, call me if you need anything. But people that are genuinely grieving always appreciate when you just show up with shit. Like, knowing whatever she likes to eat or whatever. Or, like, asking your father-in-law about something she need to go do. Like, hey, she need to get, they need water for the house. Like, hey, how you been feeling? You know, I just, I know, I heard, you know, father-in-law say y'all need some water for the house. So I just went here and got it for y'all. Like, how you feeling? Like, shit, just actually showing up instead of, oh, you know, I'm here if you need me, because let's be for real. If you're grieving, you don't want to be a burden on nobody with your shit. That's that's everybody. But actually showing up, doing something tangible, helping them lighten their load where they can just afford to just grieve and lay down and sit in it if they want to. Yeah, offering self, um, just literally being there, no words have to be said. A lot of people think, you know, you have to quote unquote find the right words. There are no right words for, for you know, for things like that. Um, so just be there. And if they just, you know, fall over and start, you know, crying on you, just, just be a shoulder for them. You know, be supportive. Um, we've, me and E have both recently experienced losses and shit like that. So it's like we've leaned on each other for that. And we've even used humor in some cases to kind of um you know deal with that because if nothing else in life i have to laugh like you have to find the funny you have to laugh and it's like um for us we our beliefs (sighs) is you know those that have passed over are still here and we've you know found little coincidences that make us laugh and remind us of um you know our loved ones that passed over because the shit that they sent to us right so if you believe that that's another comforting aspect you know that you could bring up um as the healing process goes on. They're just not here in the physical, but spiritually. It never has to be a disconnect if y'all both truly don't want it to be. Yeah. Like for my science people, you know, what what Einstein say? Energy can't be destroyed. It just keeps getting recycled and shit like that. Like a person, a soul, that's energy. So the physical body isn't here on this plane, but they're still here. They can, you know, go back, go back and forth between, you know, their realm and our realm. They still here. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, if something just told me, but don't be harassing your family about no dumb ass shit. Like, if you knew you was on bullshit and you, you're like, don't. Uh. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, and it's so funny that it literally just popped in my head and I've never even had this thought before. Like, you know how it's like, if you, you know that family member, everybody got their cousin that's been on bullshit and it's like, you know, they family member died and they're grieving naturally and they deserve to. But then it's like, when they'll start, like, you know, when bullshit family members start milking the situation. Like, oh, like you're like, doing too oh. much or like using that as your exact crutch for every fucking thing. Like don't be tarnishing your family, like especially your close family and shit. Yeah. Don't, don't bullshit on their name and your little worldly bullshit neither. Like that's not really mm-hmm. cool. Like using, like you're, if you're one of the family members going through grief, using that to be abusive to other family members. Right. Using really your family's name in vain, literally. Mm-hmm. And leaning on them for shit you know you can do yourself. Like you know you done healed or you know you... You know, you didn't spruce it up by month three, and it's going, right. Like it's you going can wash your ass every day again. Come on, right? Like, yeah. all right. Yeah, you also need to um take charge of your healing as well. Be real with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't absolutely take the time you need. But I know everybody's time length of grief is different, so I can't even really say. But 
don't try to shortchange yourself on thinking you're capable of still living your life because you are. <coughs> but like, don't, don't, don't be calling motherfuckers and it's, it's a year and a half down the line and you still need somebody to take you to the store. <laughs> like you, you are right, like, we gonna have to get up now <laughs> to the family dollar early. <laughs> like, all right, you've been. Alright, Cliff been gone for a while now. Not Cliff. Like, Big Cliff. You ain't even love that nigga for real. Let's let's cut the bullshit. Crazy. But yeah, that's usually how we deal with it. And um also if you know you have a spiritual connection, that's another part that can help too. So it's, it's, very much so talking to God. Yeah. I was yeah. finding peace in nature and having your moments to talk to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That that is good too. Helping them get out in nature, just seeing pretty sights, they it, it make them cry a little bit. Like, dang, I wish I can enjoy this with them. But it also give you peace and serenity too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's different, several different ways to like help people in their grief. But definitely, just actually showing up for them and not really asking them per se, but just you know show up and like, hey, since I'm here, what's up? Mm-hmm. And you must go through the stages of grief. You cannot put that off. Because it's, it's just going to seep into other things of your life and you won't be able to function. The only way out is through. Yep. Word the only way out is through. Word to Big Mouth. Shouts out to my boy Keith. Hey, yo, Keith! And it's fuck Schmitty from Pity. Oh, if there is a versus battle currently going on between, I'm assuming, <laughs> Ray J and Omarion. And apparently Ray J is sounding like a Billy Goat. Lord, he done had too many Scooty bike <laughs> <laughs> Too many Scooty bike yacht parties, huh, Ray J? <laughs> oh, man, people talking about Ray J is so damn bad. They need to stop versus. Let, let's, let's just call it. The pandemic is not over, but it is for the most part when it comes to that shit. People are back outside. It been stopped serving its initial creation purpose. Yeah, it's definitely pandemic light out here. They can stop it. They should have been stopped it last year. Definitely. Um, on to this next question. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I'll read it. Um, this question starts off um, just with, you know, a lot of accolades for the show. And thank you so much. I'm listening while you're at work and watching TV. We appreciate y'all and we're happy we can make y'all laugh. You and we're going to call your days. this reader Lovelace. Mm-hmm. That's actually someone's last name. I love that. That's so cute. I wonder if they're related to the Ada. Mm, perhaps. But the question goes, I'm 23 years old and I just got out of a three-year-long re- oh situationship. Excuse me. Uh, that man's dick has truly made my soul smile and he calls it his anger. He done made me cry, laugh, all the above. We broke up for the last time for good, and I honestly feel like I got my heart broken, even though I saw it coming like a dummy. Girl, it's okay. Um, Don't get me wrong. The times him and I weren't speaking, I was dating other people. Um, The other guys just weren't like him and didn't make me feel as comfortable as he did. My dilemma is I feel lost. All my friends talk about is dick, and I'm honestly tired. Oh, so you're the one, odd man out, huh? I feel like I have no one to turn to when I can't keep just smoking and, and working my life away. I don't really have any friends, anyone friend-wise, who's on the same mindset as me as far as getting serious about life. Um, really just stop stressing over these niggas and just live. I know I can't do it by myself. I have done this before, but I just can't get this out of this rut. Oh, girl, so you stuck. It's that dick. Um, any advice on trying to be celibate and, um, any advice on how to stay focused and move on? So do you have any advice on staying celibate and moving on from dick, especially situationship dick, dick you shouldn't have been messing with? Um, yeah, well, first of all, let's take it back just a little bit. You will have to get you some new friends at, at the end of the day. When you start feeling like you are not aligning, it's not like a burn bridges thing, but you need to start finding you some new friends that you can start making close bonds with. Cause it, it's clearly that you are phasing out of that stage in your life where they have not yet. Um, also, have you ever even said anything to them about it? Like, Hey, like trying to steer conversations towards more than just dick. Cause I'm not gonna lie. I had a home girl where I realized like 
she's very comfortable at our grown age dealing with and having the same type of drama that I haven't dealt with with niggas since I was like 19, 20. Mm. Like she's very much so still on that fresh out of high school, messy shit, running around with niggas and the drama and all that, like going back and forth, fighting on each other in, in public. Like I don't, if I, if it got to go there, I'll take it there, but I'm not dealing with, these are not the relationships I'm actively seeking out or going to entertain with men no more flat out. Like I'm just not doing a lot of that. So once I realized that I just had to accept that I still love her. But if that's the type of time she's doing with her and her other friends, if that's what they want to talk about, okay. I just remove myself and I talk to other people who aren't talking about that or that's not really a concern in their personal lives. We're talking about having nice dates places and that's probably about it because ain't nobody got time to be still drooling and crying over dick no more. That's very true. Um, and New friends. <laughs> yeah, definitely get some new friends. Um, one of the other parts of the question asked, which kind of ties into this part, um, making friends after college, you can get into some groups. Um, I'm sure they're probably Instagram groups. I don't know if you use Facebook, but they are really big for groups. You can actually go on Groupon and find activities that involve other people. Um, let the, the gym, your job now caveats. I'm gonna stick a pin in your job. I'm gonna stick a pin in your job. You have to feel people out before you even hang out with them because you may not even want to go out with them. I ain't gonna lie. I, all of them seem horrible ass ideas to me. I would rather whatever you like to do, just go out doing that. If you see some people and you have enough conversation skill, talk to them. The bar, going if you like to do mini golf or you was. I don't animal fur crocheter and they got an expo. That's true. I mean, that's what I'm talking about by doing activities because some people don't have like the social gusto to just go up and be like, Hey, Oh yeah. No, you said the one with like Facebook groups. Oh girl. Absolutely. You want to talk about bitches that talk about dick all day. You're going to find the worst bitches in Facebook groups. Oh, uh, well usually they're older. Um, but you never know. You, I guess yeah, still Facebook is the bitches that ain't go to college and still be on oh, that raggedy ass shit in the city. Facebook. Uh, Twitter, duh, Twitter. It's a lot of groups on Twitter, and they have those kind of spaces and rooms uh-huh. thing now, so you can definitely link up with people on there. So excuse my Facebook comment. That's definitely we above that. Two thousand and late. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I'm playing Facebook groups. Oh, my sister be in them fighting bitches. Sorry. Yeah, not fighting bitches. Facebook is very much like a cesspool. Dead ass Facebook, from what I know, the people I met in the military, all the people that didn't go to college or had their kids in high school. Girl, I really. That still be on that favorably. I'm willing to say that Facebook dating is worse than Tinder. Woo! Meeting dick off of Facebook, if you were doing that anytime after 2013, that's a foul. That's actually risky. <laughs> that's risky. I think I got dick off of every social media platform. Well, not MySpace, but I was too young. But Facebook, definitely got dick off Tumblr. I got the dick off of Instagram. And Twitter. Yeah, and Instagram. Too. Yeah, like, I've, I have definitely got, got dick off. Oh, my home. gosh. I got dick off of this dating app long time ago. It was called Me You Meet. <laughs> For real? Mm-hmm. It, was that kind of like Ask FM? Not Ask FM. It was, it was a, like, early dating app. Oh. It was like, you know, you make a profile and you message back and forth. You, like, meet up. Mm-hmm. That's how I met, um, like one of my longest on and off situationships because we was never technically together, but like we did things oh, like a boyfriend and girlfriend. You met him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he, oh, he got real mad at me. He was like, "You, my girlfriend." <laughs> I hate that sensitive oh, ass my nigga. God. Oh my god. I, what I don't like about this nigga, when I tell you that bitch is so fucking soft. No. Like, he is so fucking, and that, and it's just, I just be like, oh, and she just be taking it. I am like, oh, God, this bitch. Well, no, oh, my God. It was an unhealthy relationship, and, um. She, she was the solid one. I, it, it's, yeah, I was the solid one, and I'm really he was to... overly emotional. I was just like, oh, my God, this vagina. He's always bleeding. No. Yeah, no, I was definitely um, <coughs> attempting to make that better, um, put a little fire under his ass, but it just kept going out under Ooh. all that bus. So it's like, no. <laughs> Old ass niggas. Oh, my gosh, no. I hope he's doing well. We, I was just about to say that. Um, <laughs> like, oh, if Joseph you're listening, 
all that shit I said. Um, but you know I'm doing I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well. Not you giving a shout out to him on here like he listening to this. What? I don't know. Maybe one. He, day. he probably don't even know who the fuck he, you talking about. Girl. Maybe one day, 20 years from now. <laughs> Girl, uh, any moving forward. What's the next part of the email? Yeah, I'll be doing well. Anyway, um, let's see. The next part says, is it okay? These are like kind of multi-questions. But um, is it okay to demote people as friends if you don't agree with how you handle the certain situations? Yeah. If whatever your friend is doing is starting to rub off on you and affect you and how you feel and all that shit and is making like the relationship like okay girl you can definitely love them from afar with a 10 stick pole but also before you do all of that be fair and have that conversation with them because a lot of times people always feel like oh i shouldn't have to say nothing people know what they be doing no a lot of times they don't everybody's not raised the same um a lot of people modes of operation that they think are fine to other people are probably rude as shit everybody's not raised off of love and that's really the unfortunate truth at least if that's somebody that's your friend you should at least do both of y'all the service to be upfront with one another about how you feel don't just back up for your friend because they did some shit you didn't fuck with but you didn't even want to have the audacity to at least be a grown-up and say like hey i like how you did that and this or oh, it made me feel like this type shit can we like not have that happen again like, that's, that's a part of being a healthy adult. Like, telling people what you do and don't like about shit. I think a lot of people are around I age. Especially, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like bitches do that the most. Like, they don't like something they homegirl do, and instead of addressing it, and this happened to me with two different girls, and we were supposed to be friends, instead of them addressing it, they just stop speaking. Or when I'm, we having regular, typical, regular conversation after whatever they didn't like I said, instead of them addressing it, they just start not responding to my shit and being distant instead of like at least telling me what was the issue yeah you owe that at least to yourself to get that off your chest and express that and um you know then the person will go from there as to how they want to either change or not yeah and that is true Mm -hmm. and then you'll make your choice yeah let's let's not be afraid to communicate let's not be afraid to um you know step on a couple toes you know, pain pain lets us know we got the feeling there, right? So we can remember how the good feels. I don't know. That's somebody's drill sergeant's um, speech. But, um, yeah, have those uncomfortable conversations because it'll make things a hell of a lot better and you'll feel better. That stress will melt right off your shoulders. So the next question is, how would you feel if you met the perfect man of your dreams but he told you he ate, oh, herpes, what would you say? Herpes. Girl, cause that acronym, I was just like, yeah, HSV, high, not high, high, sh- <laughs> strung virus too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hot streets by volume two, heat on the streets volume two. <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck? Yeah, HSV too. Would you stay? Would you stay? Mm, it depends on when he told me. Mm, okay. Cause I ain't gonna lie, you told me on the back end though, cause I don't fuck with that. Like, you, you telling me up front, like, don't take my choice away. Mm-hmm. It's like, very much so, I understand herpes is very manageable, um, especially knowing how you deal with your diet, your daily activities, can tri- you know your triggers. And I think most people tend to st- have less outbreaks after, like, their first year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I understand all of that. Like, you safely had raw sex without transmitting. I get it. But, bitch, if I already gave you some pussy raw, and then you want to tell me after the fact, so guess who about to get stabbed? Cause why why are you playing? Yeah, raw is definitely a um like oh yeah. By the one. way, like yeah, I'm a murderer, a huh? Like what? Like you you moving you moving real deceptive, my boy. And men be on that men be on shit regardless. That be the thing. That's what you telling me up front. Okay, you the man of my dreams. All right. Yeah, like we we can definitely make it work. It's things like um. You know, now, man of your dreams, now, now, what stage y'all dealing with? Because you could have just been met and, you know, think, you know, shit cool before. <laughs> so, what stage of man of your dreams? But if you're still using condoms, that's definitely, like, you know, a big protection. If he's on, like, anti, what, antivirals, that's a big um, protection as well. Like, that will really reduce your risk. So, 
you know, you just have to weigh your options um, and things like that because that has, like, a big stigma around it, but then it's, like, people going around not getting tested, still fucking around, and it's, like, all right, right. that's cool. And men like, you know you have the off same of... or more exposure men <laughs> to are, more shit. Niggas are out here not getting tested because they go off of the status of their partner. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you good, so I'm good. Is it? <laughs> I don't I can't no I and I that's that's another thing that's very much so a trigger for me because like niggas have did that said that shit to me before and I'm like you a piece of shit and I'm done hey I can get up out of here yeah like it's, Un- it's, it's been bitch. times and you definitely have to take charge of your own health it's been times where I have um you know been dealing with a dude and you know we was about to get it going and I'm just like whoa whoa where's the condom bro <laughs> like where's the condom so you definitely have to be on top of your own shit um, and for those that don't know, if you want to get tested for herpes, you do have to get like a blood test because it's not like part of a standard panel um, when you just go to the regular STI testing centers and stuff like that. So just be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. But to answer the question, yeah, I would with the proper, you know, protections in place and conversations. Right. Okay. So how did you two become so close? After such a long time, has there been moments where y'all weren't on good terms over a misunderstanding and worked it out? Did the dynamic of the friendship change because of that? Uh, how did we... College. Yeah, well, so you're right. We met there. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it was just really one of them natural things. Like, you just yeah. vibe. And it was crazy because our freshman semester... Like, we met literally orientation right before the um, fall semester had started, but, and we would be cool and everything, but, like, I had my own crew of people that lived on my floor, because she was on the honors floor, so I didn't really see her as often, but we still made time to see each other. I was dealing with um other people, like, yeah, most of my day. Hmm. Um, That is a good, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how did we really become just... so close? Because, yeah, it was, like, me, Ashay, Brianna... Then even when I got back, like, me and the shade never had got that close again. Like, we were still speaking, but, like, it was really us three for real. That's mm. a great question. Now now you have um, boggled my noggin. Hold on. <laughs> How did we? Because I know that we met, in general, um, it was orientation for day. freshman day. Yeah, and like, it, was it was nowhere else to like sit. like, two weeks before, literally right before school had started. Yeah, like, right before moving and all that shit. And I was like somebody sitting next to you and then we just sat next to each other and then just naturally started talking like the whole orientation thing and i think we was like making each other laugh we was like oh this bitch cool it's like oh this bitch cool literally yeah and then we exchanged numbers and um yeah we kept in touch that way because i mean we all knew here so literally. i know especially me because i'm out from i'm from out of town right because so it was yeah. one other girl too but she fell off terribly i don't remember brianna it was me, oh. you, real. Us three had sat together at orientation. Girl, I didn't even remember that. My, my yeah, brother. like, I, yeah. <laughs> Look, um, but yeah, that's how we met. And then we just stayed close. And then um, she had gone off to training. Yeah, I had to go to basic. for the military. Yeah, so that our, our relationship was still pretty fresh at that point. I want to say we were like, what, a year and some change in. And um, I would send her letters and stuff like that. So we, you know, our bond. Yeah, I was going to say that wasn't even a year because that was literally why I didn't come back spring semester of freshman year. Like, oh. so that was only a couple months. Yeah, you and D, yeah, you, D, and Ryan are the three people that wrote me when yeah. I was in basic. Oh, yeah. So our bond was strengthened that way. And then. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah. And then we came back in. Mm-hmm. We started definitely, especially when I stopped dealing with her. And, yeah, we just started hanging out more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So I wouldn't say where we weren't on good terms, but she was dealing with her first time having a real boyfriend as her yeah. own adult. Oh, yeah. I could tell that story. Yeah. Um, it wasn't ever good terms, but it was just like a, um, it was a rough patch. It was a moment. You know, we were still speaking and shit like that, but it was. Yeah, like, she was wasn't at school. Yeah, so I had um, met this dude, and <laughs> Baltimore niggas are really the worst. So this was my <laughs> first ever relationship, right? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in the game. Um, this is my first ever, ever relationship. He was older than me, 
And um, like he he quote unquote had everything I wanted. You know, I wanted somebody to take care of me and do this, that, and the third, right? <laughs> Lord, little did I know what was in store. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Eon had smelt what the rock was cooking before I even did. And she was trying to tell me, but oh, I was jump just. Street. Yeah. But mine and everyone, my parents, all that shit, my nose was so open. I was like, no, no, it can't be. No. And I'm hard headed. So I was like, no, well, I'm just going to find out myself. And lo and behold, I found <laughs> out. <laughs> um, and, it, <laughs> and, and it got to a point where I was like, okay, you know, Eon was right. She had took a step back because it was taking an emotional toll on her. The fact that, you know, I was just, just still with this dude and um, not seeing the forest with the trees. So after that relationship, um, you know, we rekindled and had a conversation and you know worked that out and then you know it got even stronger and that even helped me to um be better with how I pick men and shit like that from even um you know having her to be by my side through that process so yeah mm-hmm. so you know life comes at you fast a girl do it I was like woo I was with that nigga for a year and a half I had to get the fuck that was a year and a half okay mm-hmm. that was a year I want to say a year and some change, like maybe like three months. So yeah, year and a half, yeah, you right. Mm. But yeah, girl. Um, have you ever? Well, hold on. Are you? Yeah, I'm definitely a crybaby. I'm definitely a crybaby. So the question is, are you a crybaby as an adult now? Find moments throughout the day that just uh, get me to the point where I feel choked up at work around people, so I can't do it. Does that happen to y'all too? Um, yeah, so I know me personally, I'm quite emotional and when I'm frustrated or I'm like, ooh, I want to say something so bad, it turns into tears, right? And then, especially if that happens at work, because it has before, like, um, <laughs> girl, especially, woo, especially my first job, like coming out of school, it made me feel less professional and shit like that. Um, so I just worked on going somewhere private first. Because it's going to come out. That's just you if you're a crier, right? Um, I worked on going somewhere private first, getting myself together, and then going to do what I need to do for the day. It's nothing wrong with crying. That's the way on how you get stuff out. I feel like not enough people cry. Yeah, very much so not enough people cry. That's what they fucked up. Yeah, like it's okay to cry. That's literally how you get it out instead of like screaming and punching people, which I'm sure, you know, no one else would like. So what if you cry? So what if people talk about you? Bitch, you got an ugly ass husband and you don't like your kids. When the last time you cried? <laughs> it need to be every night, but that's like. <laughs> but like, um, I I do cry. So for me, not randomly throughout the day from nothing. That's kind of no. That that means you may have to see a therapist and reevaluate what's going on in your life. Just random bursts of sadness. Yeah, like no, not that. But um. I am I am in tune very much with all of my emotions. Um, I really don't have any picks or qualms about crying. I will at work, in my car, around friends. Like it's really nobody could ever shame me about crying, and I'm thankful because I had the type of mother I did where. My mom very much like my mother, whereas I'm passionate about all of my emotions: the good ones, the bad ones, the crying ones, the excited ones. And my mother always made it very known. Like, I've seen her crying shit before, but at the same time, my mother ain't been nobody bitch. Like, point blank, period. She she is straight up cry all that after she finished doing what she got to do on some shit all before. Like, it really wasn't no pick with her. Mm. Like, she, she was always very transparent and human about her emotions. I It was never a thing of, like, her feeling like she needed the go in the corner privately. Like, I mean, she cried. She never did it excessively or tried to weaponize or nothing, but, like, shit, that was very sad. That was cry-worthy. My mother absolutely did cry. Like. I only saw my mom cry, like, a handful of times. Um, But she just, like, not a crier. But I don't really think you are either, though. Oh, girl, I'm a crier. She calls me a waterhead. I cry. Jesus. Yeah, I I definitely do cry. I told y'all how I cried at Barney. I, I, it was early. So, yeah, I love crying. I think it's nice. It I, is It is very really. You know what it is? I be thinking you're weird with emotion sometimes because I feel like shit that you be deserving to, like, have a human, like, yeah, girl, you cry. Like, you, like, because you compartmentalize hmm. at times. And I just be like, so, she don't want to break nothing? Like, what's in there? Shake it up. You know, with that, with, like, disrespect aspects, 
I just be like, you know what? I be so focused on getting the fuck and just like. Yeah, like this will pass. Yeah, like getting back to my center. Like, no, you didn't, bitch, but I'm going to put all this energy back to me. Like, I just feel like it don't be worth all that. But then sometimes I just do want to, you know, maybe wake me up inside, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe break break a couple things. But it's like when I when I thought about it, it's way past the time that I even had the chance to do it. So and I don't really. (laughs) pray for moments to one do that again but um <laughs> right like i'm so far removed from it now yeah so it ain't even no it's point like okay to go well that's just not in my blood but <laughs> yeah and one thing for me like extended periods of time i don't be having that that's why as soon as i act on it like soon as the disrespect happened the retaliation is soon come and i'm more of follow a, up yeah i'm more of a word disrespecter than like a item disrespecter and it's both it's a mixed bag because what are you saying it it really depends on the level of disrespect unfortunately with men and i hope i don't have to go there again in my life mm-hmm. but it was definitely different levels where it's like no i had to cut your bitch ass out because i don't know where the fuck you thought you was at because i'm not that one yeah at all but then also it'd be other shit like oh you really thought i was about to be like you really trying to what makes me get real volatile is men that try to call it like have a show. Oh, man. you want to have a show? We're about to do a movie. <laughs> I'm gonna show you something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want a show? And any any person that walk up to you and be like, "You want a show?" and start shuffling, you need to run. <laughs> you need to run. Cause if it's the last thing I do, oh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna let you know where you fucked up and we never gonna have this issue again, ever again. But yeah, crying niggas is great. be deserving that. Cuss these niggas out and C- don't feel bad about crying. Today. Women, st- I need, I need my women to stop feeling bad about crying. Please be in tune with your most. Stop trying to act like you DMX. You're not one of these little stupid ass little boys. There's a lot of women who have been raised by men that have been shamed about crying and say it's weak. No, it's not. Now no. you being weak like your weak ass father, and you know that nigga stupid. Right, and y'all both need to help. Crying get you help, don't it? Crying, the crying releases so much. Please, girl, like, be a fucking lady. Be a lady. Like, look. Today. In, in, <laughs> what Call is it? now. Get some help. Be a lady today. Like, yeah. In five ladies. Like, <laughs> like a nigga walking in the bar like, ladies. <laughs> Pointing them fingers. <laughs> and the yeah, I was at the bar. And this and this actually happened on my birthday, and I was messing with that, my bum-ass first ex, right? <laughs> My only ex. That's my first boyfriend. But anyway, um, no, you got some other exes. But I didn't really claim them myself. Girl, yes, you did. But go on about I your d- story, sugar. Oh. Let, 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 let. oh, not you put me out there, baby. Oh, <laughs> let's go ahead and finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, I was crying at the bar and um, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, just real dramatic, right? How Libra of me. But I was sexy crying at the bar. And, um, this man bought me and my girls a whole round. Like he just, he kept taking care of us. Like the but crime will get you things. It'll get you help. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. But even on the grander scale, like other than what drinks, I've got money cause I've cried, but I'm going to stop right there. Um, <laughs> perhaps I've said too much. I've said just enough. And for the girls, they get it. Just a taste. Get it. <laughs> But yeah, the other part of this question have is: Have we ever watched Desperate Housewives? No, no, I haven't. I heard it was like really scandalous. Um, how would your life be if you were a housewife? Like, what would you do? How would you set your life up? Mm, no children, but I'm absolutely trying to give him the best nuts he can, so I can ward off him asking about children. Mm-hmm. Um, planning trips. I'm definitely looking great in the house. Um, I'm getting a little bit of plastic surgery, a little bit nip, a little bit tuck, mm-hmm. um, chemical peels. Absolutely. My skin is flawless. I'm keeping the skin flawless and sexy for him. Um, uh, I'm doing a lot of my time, like on some, trying to be on some bohemian shit a little bit, like, you know, catering to the plants. We got a garden and a gardener that I work with cause I don't want to commit all the time to it. But Girl, you know, why was I thinking about house help too? Like, yeah. um, you know, doing my paintings during the day, you know, I'm cooking, I'm finding new dessert items to bake for him. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We have a fish and pike dishwasher. Ooh. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, our storage is very well. I go to Walmart. I still coupon even though I don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. I do the little Aaron thingies, like, dumb shit. Like, oh, yeah, pick up his mother a fucking birthday card because his piece of shit has been forgetting. But, you know, I do shit like that. I get them in bulk. I'm making sure our toiletries in the house are right. Mm-hmm. I am also spending the money to get that expensive vacuum cleaner. And I'm not going to ask him about it, but I am going to pop up with it. And I'm going to really have to suck his dick really good that day. Probably put the one on his gooch. Just charge it. Charge your card. Right, but I didn't ask. So, you know you what I'm saying? You don't have to ask. I do. If I didn't make it, that's just a respect thing, not necessarily a have to thing. Um, you know, a courtesy thing. But it's for the good of the house. He understands. Stop doing that. What? <laughs> it's really for the good of the house. He will understand. Right. So for me, I guess to me how I deal with money, like I know for a fact you're going to give it to me regardless, but I must still run it, run it by you to make you feel important. You know, you got to play the dumb game. I didn't do that this time. You oh, love it. I'm, it's fabulous. We're sucking dick about it. It's easy with certain forgotten. things. You with certain things, you gotta be an ask questions leader, bitch. To me, a vacuum is ask questions leader. If I want something bigger than that, I'll have a talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm humoring it. You know, a good reason I feel to you. use the wand on the gooch. No, he's gonna get that anyway. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's how you keep that's him around in general. <laughs> but um, you know, I am. Maybe we have a dog and a cat. Um. You know, they're food for the week, whatever's going on. Um, we're traveling. I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and just right from there, I'm like, damn, what else am I doing? I guess barely selling paintings. Trying to have a career since I'm not at work anymore. Yeah. By having a career selling things, you know, Facebook Marketplace. I'm I'm absolutely traveling the country. Um, on bus and driving to see the botanical gardens of mm-hmm. the states. Absolutely, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. My housewife life. Um, I am definitely keeping with a nice workout regimen. Um, keeping keeping this ass fat. This weighs little. Um, perhaps two children. I th- in my mind, I'm seeing one right now. Didn't have the other one yet, but I'm definitely getting a little work done after these babies definitely t-lift um i don't necessarily want implants but you know i think a nice lift will do what i need um let's see i definitely have plans i have a pet um we have a dog we have a cat nice in-ground pool i'm going swimming um definitely the type of housewives to to wear the sexy things around the house i'm gonna have a home business so you know i do have you know some of my own coins coming in um, as I'm, you know, using his as well that I'm very grateful for, um, <laughs> cooking, learning new things, um, learning about what is going on in his life. So, you know, I can stay abreast and have a good conversation and possibly, you know, help if that's the case, like, you know, provide ideas and I'm great with writing, maybe write something up, shit like that, you know, just using my talents and traits to, um, enrich his life because he's doing that for me because we love each other right um, definitely traveling getting into some hobbies making sure the kitties are enriched um, making sure that I remain myself within this relationship as well not go stir crazy because um, you know I don't know if y'all have that phenomenon but sometimes when you like stay with somebody you kind of get enmeshed and you have to know that okay I'm choosing this person every day I love them but I'm still me um and definitely finding some new sex shit because I want to continuously rock this man's world possibly getting a little dungeon little playroom um shit like that yeah Mm -hmm. good answer good answer yeah thank you oh and definitely uh, doing some spells for him as well um but yep (laughs) did you say spells for him yeah why not Oh, I would never. No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> My husband? I'm, I'm never doing a spell for no nigga. Like, you mean, like, for me, for him to for him to stay around or, like, me doing Oh, no, not him. on him. Like, say if he needed, like, something oh, at yeah, the not. job Oh, yeah, whatever. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not oh, doing no? that. Fuck no. Oh, shit, well, if he need a little boost at the job, I'll, I'll make a little concoction. Mm-hmm. But well, not if I would, I would, I would, I would never tell him. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. I wouldn't tell him. Like, I, I would do I would do it because I know it would benefit the household because I you know I also know what's best so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's a little secret keep it to yourself ladies also don't do anything binding 
um, spell-wise. But I, I'm just, look, you know it's, it's our good. due diligence to even say anything. Don't do anything binding spell-wise unless you have expressed permission from the other person and they're willing. Um, yeah. I'm sure. Or don't. Find out the hard way. Live a little. Because my thing also, you know, period sex, that's, that's binding. But my thing is, niggas are, they want, they want it. If they, they fuck up people in the period. Everybody. So. That shit about PEMDIS as fuck at this point. Not PEMDIS. <laughs> niggas, niggas not be ha- because niggas be having I feel like niggas it be hella niggas that be running real life these days like that's that's really nothing special in the tuck wow I thought that used to be like a thing like just I don't do this for everybody <laughs> yeah like right that's that's what they say to everybody now like damn I, I don't care what nobody say it's really giving that like alright but I ain't gonna lie if you got tested I got tested like I ain't fucking nobody else um yeah I'm, I'm with that Oh, like raw period sex? Yes. Oh shit! What? I I I actually always I love any man that's really just went ahead and was like, all right, yeah, for the for the good of the colony. Like, thank you, I appreciate this. Love me, damn it! Wow. <laughs> what? Absolutely. Like, I have never I have never shied away from. I I was begging. Begging damn near, because I'm just like, I understand, but the way I'm not really this horny. It's, Any other time, like, just come on. It's really rude how how horny you are on your period. It's, it's embarrassing. It's disrespectful. It really makes you a new person. Especially when it's, it's no hot, hot dogs on the horizon for your bun. Girl. <laughs> It is just just a like, mockery of me. Your your body really working bitch, against you. I'm tired of this vibrator. This vibrator is tired of me. <laughs> like it's just a, guys, y'all won't understand. It. Y'all won't understand the the ones that don't want to know about the sensation of just something wanting to fill you up. Like I just I just want something in me. It's not even, it's, I, I miss the intimacy, like, uh, a guy actually making me smile and laugh and feel, oh, yes, everything. and feel like a flower. Like, I miss, I miss a man making me feel like a flower. I miss a man making me feel like a lady, like yeah. more of a lady. Yeah, that definitely gets the pussy wet. Lady-er. Yeah, chivalry, princess treatment definitely gets the pussy wet. Like, royal duchess. Yeah. Treatment. But once all that is established, um, that thing need to be up in there. <laughs> like, I need to feel it. You had sex so good you cried. Like just really burst out in tears. So I haven't boohoo, but my eyes were like it was like literally my eyes were welling and I feel like part of it was because it, it was knocking but it was like the way I was laying. But no, I have never the way I it made me boohoo. I boohooed before. That's. I boohooed. Damn bitch, stand up. I'm sorry. One thing about it, like, when it comes to shit with niggas, like, hey, really, like, you really got to be fucking, like, I'm going to make a nigga. You got to work super hard for it. I really do not be going out like no punk bitch when it comes to it. Like, you can't. You really got to really fuck me in a submission. It's not going. Wait, it's not even no going out sad type boohoo. Oh, yeah, no. I'm saying, like, I'm, this is a, I don't want to oh give a nigga gosh. no badge like that. Like, no, unless you really out here really doing this to me. No. You're not about to have that badge on me. Fuck I you. mean, you wouldn't here already. No, but you know how niggas really be on some <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, oh, bitch, come on. Like, if you really doing it, you really got to be, Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's been a time where I definitely like burst out in tears <laughs> on my back mid squirt. Like, yeah, like not this feels so great right now. Like, I can't the emotion can't go nowhere else but out. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> what a powerful beam of yeah, the ultra light beam. Just <laughs> my Kanye coochie conscious shit. Like. <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> Kanye Coochie conscious shit. Kanye Coochie conscious shit. Kanye Coochie. Oh, no, let me not summon him. <laughs> <laughs> Never nigga in the corner with a whole tap hat talking about how our period's toxic because we're not eating an alkaline diet. <laughs> the roots in the corner. <laughs> ah! It's like, no. <laughs> with Dr. Umar at the helm. It's like, <laughs> Dr. Umar cosplaying as Quest Love. <laughs> that's a that that's a that's a comedy 
that's a South Park piece. It really is. Rule 34, it exists. Like, <laughs> if it is thought of, it exists. <laughs> Dr. Umar. First of all, do you know Questlove is very hippie? You told me that. I did not know that. I mean, he always sat down. So much. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Them should spread. I, <laughs> I was so surprised. Like, no disrespect to the legend, but I was just like, what i I should call him curve love (laughs) and i mean that question mark in the back (laughs) upside down upside down and then pregunta (laughs) i was like oh my god no that picture was very shocking like i didn't even know what to say like no disrespect he's a legend i love we love you Smooth, smooth nice man i'm sorry you want to talk about a smooth nice man Bilal been looking good. <laughs> oh my god, I knew you was gonna say Bilal. I love him. So no, you don't understand. She saw Bilal on concert once, and she's been on the hunt ever since. Not the hunt, but like he just sounded so ethereal in person. If I was high before I went to that concert, I know for a fact I absolutely would have cried. He, his current look is him just having like the Hercules Satan type of mustache and no beard. <laughs> like the Sinbad Finn mustache. No, 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 no. Dragon Ball Z character. And he got his fro. He don't even look like he about to be 43, for real, for real. Like, Bilal handled... Bilal be looking delicious. I'm not going to tell any stories. He's very much so a siren with him and that voice. Mm. You think 43 is a nice age? Would you date anyone 45? No. Mm. Yeah, no, my mother's 50. Mm. Y'all was in elementary school at the same time. Relax. What's Gail name? <laughs> the interviewer of Gail King. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm, mm. Mm. That's mm. how she was with R. <laughs> 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 he was in the of fucking pool. What he said, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> and you mm. <laughs> Robert. That shit was a fucking. She said it, Robert. Show. <laughs> Yo, Arkin acting out just like a child. Your niggas is not getting away of trying to combust into a damn tantrum. Shut the fuck up and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is telling me no. Yeah, so was the warden, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> part um oh just giving us more bangers and more kudos thank you so much lovelace for writing in um everyone tell your friends about us tell your friends about us thank you everyone for writing in please keep them coming coochie cues at c-o-o-c-h-i-e the letter q the letter s at gmail.com if you want to send a dm our instagram is codename coochie all one word we love you so much do we have anything else um no no. Be you. Be you because that's the only way you're going to get ahead in life and that's enjoy your life. truer than true because no one in the world is youer than you. Dr. Seuss. Married his cousin. It's like, no, that was... um. Oh, he did? No, I don't think... I think Dr. Seuss probably did do something weird, but that was definitely um Edgar Allan Poe. That, oh. married, that married his cousin. Was that his first cousin? Yeah. And she oh. was younger than him. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Not forevermore. That's forever. He wanted that forevermore, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, Dr. Seuss' wife was dying, I believe. She had some type of cancer. I want to say breast cancer. And he ended up cheating on her. Um, with He had a mistress and he married the mistress before she like even died, I believe. That's crazy, like fucking with a nigga who is famous for children's books and he's one of the most deviant you have ever known yo and you know what i read a theory about how they was like he may have like the wife may have been helping him with his roots mm. so it may have that been makes, that oh. it may have been he wasn't even always the original thought of all of them 
Yeah, that shit was crazy. I I hope that is not true, but if that is, that is extra pitiful. Like, wow, you really a piece of shit. Life is stranger than fiction, and to be honest, I believe it. I kind of believe it. Damn. Like, Martin Luther King having a white girlfriend before Coretta Scott? Fighting for dreams and freedom. Oh, my God. Like, so was this inspired by White the Vagine? The 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 one the 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 act the desire to have access. What was that case? Loving versus Virginia. Black men have been fighting and taking it to the to the Supreme Court for that um that salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. All right. You've had enough. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, it's been a totally great time with y'all. Please send us more emails. Gave y'all all the information. Um, Thanks again so much for yeah. these lovely letters that we have received, these lovely emails we have received from everyone thus far. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Comparison is a thief of joy. Be yourself. Nobody like you. You were the sperm that made it. Love you. See y'all. That's the sperm that made it. <laughs> because it, it was a tiny ass chance of you getting here. You could have been any type of pregnancy or aborted. So be happy with your life and take control. Damn it. Look, you made it to this hellhole. <laughs> Get on top and win, bitch. Bye. Bye.